A podcast with good advice, no, I'm afraid not What not to do is pretty much all they've got Their videos online have been seen quite a lot Cause they're from the TV show that had a shit time slot But will they rise above the pointless shitty chatter Shine a little light on the things that really matter Discuss important issues, yeah I guess they could First topic up Exactly how hot is hot as balls Yeah good so how did the three of us meet is a question I've gotten recently. Okay. Max and I met uh, through Alex Williamson. Yes. The infamous Alex Williamson. Because he was filming something um, and we went there and you had a camera and all that. And then the next week I thought I want to film something again. And I, I was like nervous about it. Oh, yeah, that's Can right. I just text Alex see if I can use that kid that had a camera? That said, kid. Yeah, that was. Kid. Yeah. You were a kid back then. Yeah, we all true. were, let's be honest. And that's how we met. And then we just started filming stuff every day, almost like it was a full-time job. But it was just for the love of the art. Wasn't oh, it? Look at us now, all three of us in a room. Tom and I met first stand-up gig ever. First stand-up gig you did. I saw it and thought that guy's been doing it for a while. Okay. That was that. That's that's, that's <laughs> Am I refreshing your memory? Yeah. <laughs> I was saying this like we're going to talk about it together, but you're like, oh, did we? That was at the local on Carlisle Street, St Kilda. And you saw me do my first gig the same night. And I assume you thought the same thing. Oh, 100%. I was just about to jump in. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, good. So I might be in the minority on this particular rule. I reckon there's a few universally known relationship rules that are out there of things you've got to discuss and all that and pay attention to. But I reckon this one you've got to let slide because... I've gone through that phase, I'm sure you guys have as well, if you're in this industry we're in where, you know, that thing of, what's it, you probably know what it's called. I know it's got a name where, where if you get up Monogamy. early, <laughs> if you get up early, or as soon as you wake up, um, the first, when you start working straight away, you're going to get your best work out. Uh, yeah, what's yeah. it called? I can't remember. There's a name for it. Early bird? So, yeah. I don't know. There's, there's, there is Wasn't a term for deep it. Deep focus. Yes, or? yes. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's deep work. It's deep, deep work, deep and work. you do it before your brain has time to do anything else. So, so what's that, the saying? You do your best work first thing in the morning. For you, just go straight into it. Brains, brains, the freshest. don't have a shower to think about. Just straight in. Other thing as well is um, if you if you don't eat, more blood goes to your brain, and your brain is sharper. So sometimes after lunch, if you have a big lunch, right. you become tired and lazy yeah. because a lot of blood's gone to your organs to digest the food. So if you ever try, if you ever need a real sharp okay. brain, um, try not to have a big well, meal. So, well, who so you've, he's obviously had a big palm before getting here. <laughs> Tom. Who who was the boxer that fought Conor McGregor? Floyd Mayweather. Floyd Mayweather. Because he in the month leading up to his fight, he started. He would be at the because he owns a strip club in Vegas. He would stay at his strip club all night and then would sleep all day. And he slowly, by about 15 minutes every day, transformed his body clock. So when he fought, which was like, say, nine o'clock at night, it was the same as being nine o'clock in in the morning to to him and um yeah so that was when he believed that that was when he was uh was his peaking it was was after being awake for two hours so so you're saying that if i just go to the strippers 15 minutes club is the key word i heard in there yeah i just leave the strip club 15 minutes later each time i can tell leo i'm just changing my body clock yeah for a it's for, for work. For work. It's yeah. for work. For her to believe it, you'd probably have to go every night for a month. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 
And lap dances then become tax deductible because it's for work. It's for work. Yeah. 100%. So, so. I'm not sure you can throw a 50 across and go, can I just get a receipt? <laughs> just an tax, in, tax receipt for that one. Please. Where does she print it from? <laughs> <clears throat> so I was going through this phase of, you know, first thing in the morning. And I still do this. Like I, I like to get up and I don't like look at emails or anything first. I'll go to the gym. I try not to like do anything to occupy my brain until yep. I've done some work, right? Uh, and I, I do feel like it works. I just do better stuff. Um, but my partner had, and all my partners in the past, love the question of, and it'll be a question verbally too, or if they're already at work, a text of just, how did you sleep? And I'm like, do we have to fucking have this discussion every day? Every day. And it's like, oh. you, and you have to, oh, yeah, I, I did wake up. Like, you've got to have detail and then ask, how did you sleep? Well, and I don't... I'm wasting so much brain energy. <laughs> I'm discussing oh, every I'm, day I'm how we fucking slept. I don't mind it. I don't mind it because I think it just gives you the indication on how much of an asshole the other person's going to be. Right. Or how much leeway you can be given to be an right. asshole. Yeah. What mood you're in that day. Because yeah. you've slept terribly. Yeah. Okay, cool. So so there's, so there's so I think it's maybe just a quick way of getting a guide I see on the I day. I think it's been thrown at me as a lovey-dovey thing. Like if you don't oh. care, then... Right. You don't care about okay. me. Yeah. Okay. And then the next step on that is, and I know this is a very common one, of telling me about a dream you had. And this is every day. Can I piggyback off this yeah. in a rule, in a, almost a, this is, I want, I want to call it like a grow up clause. If, if you're doing this, you need to grow up. In a relationship, if, if you get sleep cheated on, you know, mm. sometimes your partner wakes up and goes, you cheated on me in, your, in my sleep yep. last right. night. It happens regularly. And if you take that to heart or you're, you're actually angry for the morning, mm. grow up. Yeah. Because that happens. Like, I can't believe you. Like, like somehow it's my fault. <clears throat> yeah. and Because I had a partner where every dream has a meaning. And it's like we have to dissect it and discuss it. I'm like, I'm not wasting my brain on that when <laughs> i got fucking... <laughs> Shit jokes to write about <laughs> what we're going to talk about on this. <clears throat> but the, the best thing I did was with an old partner who was very much into analysing that. I made a rule. I think I know the one. And this is where you can, uh, <laughs> this is where you can have some fun with it and make it uh, entertaining for you. I had a rule. She can tell me about her dream every morning, but she has to do it in the same voice with the same passion as the late, great Dr. Martin Luther King when he did his... Speech about him having a dream. Oh, I had a dream. So just, <laughs> I had a dream that you and my uncle Kenneth were friends walking me to school, but I was still a girl even though I felt the same age. He turned into a dog and you protected me. My best friend was my teacher. What do you think that means? Like, that means I just lost five minutes of my fucking morning. That's all, that's all that means. Wait, so that relationship didn't work out? No. I and guess that, and that was kid. my dream. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good. Oh, grab your popcorn, boys and girls, and put the phone on silent. It's time for another Thomas Tale. Alrighty. So, uh, this one, this, this story sort of goes over about a 20-year period. So hopefully I can shorten it down a bit. Um, <laughs> it st- started off when I finished high school. Things, I wasn't certainly wasn't achieving greatness uh, in the town I was living in, Wodonga. So, so I got out of town and went up and played footy in Griffith. For a year. And, How far um, away is that from? 
Albury. Probably two, an hour oh. and a half, two, two hours. So I was having a kick. Still lived at Wodonga? No, no, no. Went and, oh, right. went and, lived, in, uh, went and lived in Griffith. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so there was a guy up at Griffith called Gus, legend of the club, legend of uh, country footy. He sort of took me under his wing. I was probably 19. He was, oh, look, he seemed older, but he was, he was probably only mid-30s. And, um, and he really took me under his wing. I would go around to his house. His, him and his wife would cook me roasts. It was just, just a lovely, lovely guy. I really saw him as a bit of a father figure. Gus was a bit of a, a, bit of a pothead and he, he, he loved smoking pot. And so he loved his beer, loved his pot. He used to wear this cowboy hat. We'd go around to his house. He was just had this beard, this long hair. was an amazing footballer uh, that, that had travelled up in Darwin, just a legend of local footy. And, and we'd be sitting around having a Sunday roast. Bong had come out and, and it would just... Have, that would just have, have bonks, and um, so uh, again, this story goes back. Father figure, and uh, real, fa- real father figure, <laughs> not a great father, but a father, a father figure. He was around the lead, <laughs> and um, and a story. And I'm sure this is a story we'll touch on another time. But I had a flip out on uh, on magic mushrooms uh, about two years earlier, and one day, uh, Sunday roast around at Gus's. I had a bong, and uh, and within two seconds. It was it was like I was back on this magic mushroom, uh, oh, really trip. really bad yeah trip uh, like and I was like I couldn't even I couldn't even operate a door like I said I've 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 got to go and I, I couldn't get out the door and I drove there and I, I there was no way I could drive and he was and it was for me it was a really big thing and I was really embarrassed and um but but he was like well Tommy these things happen and anyway so I played footy with Gus great guy left Griffith and for the last twenty years or so I've always really remembered Gus fondly actually he, he must have turned 40 when i was there because i went to his 40th in his backyard i remember it went to his 40th well, he must have turned 40 yeah. when you were there <laughs> unless, yeah, unless for some reason he had it five years early he uh Which he was you, so stoned he just yeah. had his 40th <laughs> if you've had enough bongs yeah. you can have a 40th whenever yeah. so um, 40th every year so i attended his 40th in his backyard we, we just got on great anyway for 20 years i've wondered i've always thought about gus i've never been back to griffith What's Gus up to? I'd love to catch up with him one day. He's certainly not the sort of bloke that'll be on social media. One day we'll cross paths again. Anyway, about six months ago, I got a a gig at the at the Griffith uh, Golf Club mm. for, for this big big uh, business luncheon thing. They're playing golf, and I was telling some gags at the luncheon, and I've rocked up. And chatting to the bartender, and I said, "Oh, mate, I used, to, I used to play footy for the Swans here in Griffith, having a chat." And I said, "Oh, there was a guy I, I, I loved him to bits called Gus." And he goes, "Gus?" He goes, "Mate, Gus is here." And I was like, "What?" And he said, "Yeah, Gus is playing today. He's he's playing with his son. He's um he's out there on the deck." And I I got this bloody excited, excited yeah yeah butterflies. I was like, "Gus, we're about to do a big well, bong here." Yeah, we're uh, <laughs> just follow the smoke out onto the. Uh, <laughs> He's celebrating and, uh, his 40th. I love it. <laughs> it's, his 40th. It's, his, it's his 21st tomorrow night. So, <laughs> so, so I've gone out. I'm that excited. I was, I've gone out there. I've walked up and I just said, Gus. And he's just stared at me. And he's, it was Gus, his son, and another guy. And he goes, there you going, buddy. <laughs> oh, and no. I said, it's Tom Seagat, Tommy Seagat. And he goes, yeah, yeah. And I was like, mate, I bloody um, 
about 20 years ago. I played played footy with you, and he goes, nah, mate, nah. Too many uh, and King I Kongs. Said, but it is him. You've recognised him. Oh, right, right, right. he, he had yeah. the same yeah. hat on. You're, he had the you're same. not sitting there going, one of us has had too many bombs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I only had the one. And, uh, <laughs> and he was like, no, no. And, and, oh. and I was like, you don't remember me. And, and he goes, mate, Tommy, sit down. And, and I sat down and f- I reckon for 45 minutes and his son was going, Dad, this is fucking embarrassing. And, um, and I was going, mate, I, I came to your, to your 40th. He goes, what, in the backyard there? I said, yeah, with the, bom- with the bonfire. I, I was there and I said, I, I came around for Sunday lunch. And he, he called his wife. His fucking wife came down. He goes, oh, babe, there's a guy called Tommy. And she came down. Not don't remember him. Oh. <laughs> Did you just, didn't, didn't remember to... me? And it, like this is a big, big part of my life, and, <laughs> I, and I've always understood because I was an exchange student and uh, for a year in in Canada. So I've, I've always had a good understanding of if you go into a place, it's a much bigger thing for you than the yeah, people course, right. that, that than the people that are at the place. Yeah. Because for them it's just another day, you're a person that's come in and gone out. So I'm, I'm well aware of that. Mm. But, but <laughs> not, not even a but not a, I couldn't not even a oh, what position did you play? Like it was he was, I was eliminated from his I know you mentioned how long were God. you there for? Uh, look, it was a not a night. No, it was a few months. Like it was and and I live with a guy called Frankie and I said I live with Frankie, and he goes, Frankie? <laughs> and I was like, fucking Frankie. And, um, and he was like, yeah, I'm, I still talk to Frankie, yeah. And I was like, well, I lived with Frankie. I was like, Frankie and I were, and it was just completely eliminated. And then, um, so anyway, <laughs> oh, he goes, mate, and I had a couple of beers with him, and it was just, uh, as I left, I said, mate, I'm going to head off. And I, and I walk, he goes, mate, I'll walk you to the car, to your car. And, and, I've, and I've walked, and he's walked me out to the car, and we... We got to the car and he said, Tommy, he goes, mate, I'm sorry I don't remember you, but I can see why I, I, I would have liked you. You seem like a good kid. I was going to say. Kid. See why I forgot. I can see why I forgot about you. <laughs> see why you didn't <laughs> stick in here. Yeah, you were. Uh, I had, had two or three beers with you yeah. just then. You're very forgettable. <laughs> you, you are very vanilla. You are. <laughs> There is nothing special about you at all. And he goes, because you seem like a good bloke. I can see why I would have liked you. And I was like, and he goes, next time you're back in town, and I was, I was going back back there in about two months to do a gig at the footy club, he, and he said, make sure you give us a bell and we'll catch up. And I just thought, let's just leave it at that. What for? Yeah. Well, you know, you, and you, was, you should have said, I did that last month. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just, That's what you would have got there and go, remember a couple yeah. of months ago you said give your bell catch up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got your wife to come down. <laughs> wife? Well, I've, yeah, I haven't had a Anyway, do you know Frankie? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, good. Have you ever slept with your partner's grandmother before? Because uh, I'm just going to kick off with a little relatable story that I'm sure many listeners uh, might have gone through the same problemo. Saturday just gone. Um, I was at I assume sleeping, you mean literally sleeping, not the... Rooting, uh, no, not the no, no. euphemism term. I, I was at Leah's dad's place. So my missus, my, essentially my father-in-law, they yep. live in Doncaster. They have got a four-bedroom house, uh, and for years I had been sleeping uh, in 
when whenever we crashed there, you know, from a big night or something before we had our own place, we would be crashing in the very back left room. So uh, that would be happening over the course of about a decade. Uh, Saturday just gone. Leah's grandmother has moved out of her place. She's getting a bit old. She's in her mid nineties. Yep. Uh, Nervous nineties. So, yes. Yeah, <laughs> hasn't hit her ton yet. Um, and she's moved in. Now she's in. She's moved into that back left room. I've gone out for a relatively big afternoon and evening. Leah's gone. She had her own baby shower and whatnot. She's gone back in uh, and. She's gone into the middle room. So we're in there. <laughs> we're in there that night. You're starting to see what's about to happen. Yeah. Now I've I've come I've come back blind and just taken the you know, shoes off, just gone had a piss. Muscle memories kicked <laughs> shoes in. Shoes off, condom on, you know the drill. <laughs> <laughs> Muscle memories kicked in. I've kind of whatever, I've woken up in the morning. Have they told you? So I so so this is my memory is just getting home and going to sleep. That's because I've kind of shut off. But before you went out, did they say, just so you know, you're in this room? You're in this room. 100% they did. Muscle memory took over. Yeah, the, the, the 10 years of going into that room. So I wake up in the, uh, in the morning and um, I get Leah's dad going, How'd you go last night? I go, Yeah, pretty good, mate. Yeah, that was a. <laughs> and he starts chuckling away. He's got a funny, like, he starts <laughs> laughing away. I go, Now, where'd you sleep? I go, I just came out of that room. I just slept there. What what has happened? Uh, and is in the middle of the night, Leah's grandmother in the mid nineties comes out of her room and wakes up Leah's dad and goes, "There's a strange man <laughs> in my room. She doesn't know who I am. She doesn't oh. remember me. All oh, right. Yeah, yeah. She yeah. goes, "There's a strange man in my room." <laughs> also, Leah's dad's going. You're in your nineties. You go, don't, you know, you, you've got no idea what you're talking about. No. Go back to bed. She goes, he's still in this house. He's still there. <laughs> and he's had to get up, go in. I have, the shoes are in the room. I've actually lifted up the doona to get in. And I, he, he can see the evidence of me trying to get in, mm. seen her and gone, shit, and left and come out. And I've gone back in the other room. But she is. She hadn't slept that night, and she's fully thought that someone was in there about to attack her. Oh, and I, I would have scared the shit oh out of her. Oh my god! Especially because when I when she saw me, I went. Ah! No, I didn't do that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but, Jesus. but I uh, apparently they it's it's been discussed every every second hour at that household yeah. since that was oh, big news. They, the big news that they were pissing themselves and. Uh, there's no lesson out of that. Did besides, you talk to her that day? After, I did, to apologise or anything? I just said, "What about that strange bloke? He came into my room too." <laughs> <laughs> I separated myself from it. <laughs> oh, it could have been worse because if it was dark and you could have got yeah. pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> so what? Leah's learned some tricks. <laughs> yeah, good. There's another one down. Thanks for listening. Keeping them short and sweet. If you want to email anything in for us to discuss, yeah, good podcast at gmail.com. Yeah, good. Yeah, good. Yeah, good.